You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janon, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. I hope that everybody has been taking advantage of the last few days of summer and the last few days of sunshine because honestly it's just so beautiful out today and um so it was for the past few days actually we had a labor day long weekend here in canada slash north america and um i feel like you know it was just a perfect opportunity to just take a step out of our usual like box we call life if that makes sense and just really try to reconnect with mother nature and the sun like i was actually sending a voice note to a friend this morning <laughs> and uh, as i was sending the voice note i was sitting in my back porch sitting on my sipping on my coffee and uh i was just telling my friend that you know it feels like i have solar batteries these days because every time i come under the sun it's just like it recharges me and it's just so amazing so i really hope that y'all feel the same way and uh, you are actually able to go out and enjoy the sun while it is here. All right. So that's that. Uh, also, just want to use this platform once again to say happy new semester to all university students out there, especially U of G students out there. I know that the first day of classes is officially Thursday, aka tomorrow, because y'all know we record TKO a day before it is broadcasted on CFRU Radio. So kudos to everybody for having made it here thus far. And, uh, you know, if you're a new student, shout out to you. If you're a returning student, shout out to you. Um, today, I actually have a orientation myself and... Uh, I'm very excited for that. Looking forward to, to, to some new opportunities, to some new connections, amazing friendships, and just many things to come. So very, very excited for all that. And yeah, I really hope that everything's off to a great start for everyone. And y'all are all settled and you're all moved back in and um, ready to start the new school year with a bang, basically. So hope that everybody's been taking care, have had a great summer and is just ready to go out there and get a man because that's the type of attitude that we have here in TKO. You already know. Mm. Okay. Um, that being said, I actually, I don't know why I just thought of this. I really do miss going to like the main university campus because where I am, I'm at the Ontario Vet College, which is definitely affiliated with the university, but it's a little bit on the side uh, compared to like the main campus of the university. But at the same time, I feel like with back to school every year, I just have this craving to be in the heart of campus and to just, 
you know, be surrounded with fellow students, um, undergrads and just like new people. And, like the campus is like, you know, just like buzzing. And I, I really want to witness that once again. So who knows, maybe after some of my work today, I'll, I'll just go to the main campus. People watch, you know, get a bubble tea or something and just um, really appreciate the 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 setting right because um there's a lot of energies and hopefully people are excited <laughs> are excited to get started with this new semester but yeah just just my two cents and uh i feel like yeah i hope you guys don't mind me just like talking about everything that comes to my mind especially for the first like five minutes of the show because that's how it usually be so uh yeah <laughs> bear with me so uh, i hope everybody's been having a phenomenal day thus far um yeah just just trying to hang in there i have to admit as i'm recording this episode this is uh kind of like earlier in the morning and um i'm doing this before i go to the lab today so uh if i say anything that doesn't make sense please blame it on my coffee not having kicked in Although, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, I, I need to have at least like three shots of espresso for my brain to be fully functioning, but uh, it's totally okay. You know, we're out there, we're living, with, we're thriving, so um, bear with me. All right, so this week, uh, we have a lot to go through for this week because we actually have another pay-per-view card upon us, and this is so phenomenal because I knew of this fight card happening, but I didn't know it was actually this close to us. So I was watching some videos, some fight-related videos myself, and then I see the UFC Embedded series already being out, and I'm just like, wait a second. Th these usually come out during fight week, and this means that we're officially in fight week. So it only, <laughs> it only clicked for me as of yesterday that it is officially fight week for UFC 293, which is going to be headlined by a phenomenal middleweight championship bout between the one and only the amazing stylebender, Mr. Israel Adesanya, who's going to be fighting off and defending his title against the number one, the number five contender in the division, Mr. Sean Strickland. This fight, uh, I have so many, th <laughs> so many thoughts about this fight. However, um, just something that everybody's been looking forward to, especially whenever we talk about Israel Adesanya fighting on any card, we all just get so incredibly excited. And this is indeed because of how unique of a fighter Israel Adesanya is. Like, you know, never nobody's perfect. Like, we never claimed such a thing. But uh, Israel Adesanya is close to being up there. Um, he's had his own flaws and ups and downs and hiccups over the past little while, too. But it's all about, you know, like Rocky Balboa says, and I actually have a poster of this on my wall, but it's literally behind me. So I want to turn my head and read it for you guys. But uh, I cannot, I probably can't capture it in the mic, but basically... You know, it's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep on moving forward because that's how winning is done, baby. Okay, so that's the thing with Israel Adesanya. 
because and I'll be talking about this in more detail, of course. But um, since we already started talking about how amazing this fight is going to be, let me just say that Ishio Adesanya, you know, he isn't perfect in the sense that, oh, like his record is untouched, blah, blah, blah. Like he's just invincible. Nobody's invincible. I just feel like people people who look like they're invincible, and I'm not trying to point out any person here in combat sports, but I feel like y'all can kind of get a, get a sense of who I'm potentially talking about. You know, people who look like they're invincible, in my opinion, they're just smart with their opportunities. They're just smart at knowing when to retire and who to fight and taking whichever fight that will serve them. And their record and their purse, basically. So, in my opinion, I don't think anybody is ever invincible. Um, even like, I'm sorry to get like all philosophical, all philosophical and stuff, but even in the case of David and Goliath, like Goliath was just like this absolute monster, just giant, right? And even he wasn't invincible. So, um, just going to show, you know. Um, I think there's a lot that go into defining what a great athlete is. What defines greatness? What defines quote unquote goatness for a athlete here? And in the case of Israel Adesanya, I would 100% argue that, you know what? It's not about what your record is. It's nothing about that regard, but it's actually about how you take your losses, pick yourself back up. And keep on moving forward until you do what you are destined to do. What goal it is that you actually set aside for yourself to achieve in your career. And in this case, um, actually, you know what? Since we're already talking about this fight card or this uh, matchup, let me just get right into it. Because it's just hard not to. Because I freaking love this this matchup. And uh, most importantly, I'm just the biggest fan of Israel Adesanya. So... I feel like the more I talk about him, the more maybe this is a Israel Adesanya dedication episode. Who knows? It probably is. Yeah, it is. Now, now it is. <laughs> so, um, you know, all that going to show that Israel Adesanya, you know, he went through his own challenges here and there. And what happened in the in his case was uh, originally he he came from a very strong professional kickboxing background. And from that, he gained a lot of success in the world of mixed martial arts. And then eventually, he, ma- he made his way through to the UFC in 2018. And since his uh, entrance in the UFC, he had been absolutely just like perfect on his record, had been demolishing opponents, well-known opponents too, here and there, which was why we initially like... All, all of that that he did at the time, that was what really grabbed our attention about, oh, we should be watching out for this guy. Like, is your Adesanya the style bender? Wow, like this guy knows exactly what he's doing. You know, just listing some of the more notable people that he has fought before, Marvin Vittori, uh, Derek Brunson, Anderson Silva. Remember when he fought Anderson Silva and everybody was saying that uh, Israel Adesanya is basically the younger version of Isra- uh, of uh, Anderson Silva. Kelvin Gastelum, the former champion, Robert Whitaker, uh, Yoel Romero, the absolute wrestling monster that we have in the realm of MMA, Paulo Costa, and uh, the list goes on and on and on. And, um, you know, every single performance that... Israel Adesanya has had in the UFC, he's been so, um, 
unorthodox with his style, which has definitely come to his rescue in a lot of cases. You never really see Israel Adesanya like having the signature move, which I would actually argue that is a good thing because, you know, you, I'm sorry to put it this way. You got to keep the people guessing. That's how winning is done. Um, even if you want to play a game of chess, like you don't want your opponent to be guessing all of your future moves, right? Because you're going to give things away. You're going to lose eventually, right? You got to outsmart the other uh, uh, the other person by kind of disguising your strategy in the meantime and just doing what you got to do to win, right? But, me, you know, me putting it that way, like, I, I don't mean it in a malicious way or anything at all. I just mean it in the sense that Israel Adesanya, he trains super hard, um, and then he comes into the octagon, and then he just gets the thing done, but not in, like, he does it every time so differently. And that's what blows everybody's mind, and, you know, that's why a lot of people love this guy, because you don't you don't know what you're in for until you watch the fight and every single fight is different than the than the other and you really don't like you have a strong feeling he's gonna win you know if if it's a more of a like a predictable matchup and whatnot like you know he's gonna somehow win but how exactly is he gonna win you don't know that right you really have to sit down and, and watch it for yourself because every single time that he walks into the octagon, he does something different. And that's what makes him such an amazing and exciting fighter to watch. So shout out to Israel Adesanya. Um, I personally get really excited every time I see him fight. Um, this is random to admit, but now I'm just kind of tempted to go and buy <laughs> some Israel Adesanya like Stylebender apparel and like fan swag and whatnot. So who knows? Maybe I'll do that if my student budget allows me. <laughs> I'm just crying on the inside. Uh, no, actually, okay, this is like a major tangent, but uh, I actually ordered this shirt from, um, I think it was a, what was it? I forget what it was called, but this... Um, this uh, producer, I guess. Sorry, my brain isn't working. Uh, they were making notable fight shirts. So I saw this shirt that was like, it, it had the face of Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren on it. And if you may recall, that is the notorious fight that lasted only 15 seconds. And uh, uh, Masvidal flying need, uh, <laughs> flying need. I use that as a verb. Ben Askren in the head and it just like went down cold to the canvas. And it's arguably like, it's one of those guilty pleasure fights for me. So anyways, I saw that, I saw that t-shirt and, um, I'm not going to say how much I paid for that, but my pocket was hurting after the fact because uh, somehow the, oh yeah, the supplier was in Australia and they had to ship it, FedEx it from Australia, all the way from Australia. But I was like, you know what? I don't care like this, how much I love that fight. And just like, I remember how I felt when I watched that fight for the first time. So it's just like, it brings back like core memories and whatnot, which is so wild, but uh, me using that example to say, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you make questionable decisions financially when it comes to getting like fighter swag and just like sports jerseys and stuff. But at the same time, like they mean so much more to you. 
So, um, yeah, that, that's that. So anyways, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll treat myself to something Israel Adesanya. And I feel like it's also a good like conversation sparker. Like people are going to be like, oh, my God, you also love Israel Adesanya. And then like, yeah, so that's how you start making friends. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, anyways, so long story short, all in all, Israel Adesanya is the young goat now i'm gonna sit here and i want to see who wants to change my mind about this okay and you know what i'm not the only person saying this i am not the only person saying this and there's a whole bunch of people in the mma community who would claim that israel adesanya is indeed going to be inducted into the ufc hall of fame in the near future i mean for him to have fought against just to bring up the anderson silva example you know, you just take that and go from there. That just shows how amazing of a fighter he truly is. No, he's not perfect. Like, what I was trying to get into was, okay, yes, he's had two losses on his record. But the thing, the rants that I had earlier on in the episode about, you know, there's no such thing as people being in, in excuse me, people being invincible in the world of sports. It's all about how people choose and, like, strategize to go about picking opponents, picking fights, picking matches, so it makes sense for them. And in this case, I would purely attribute those two losses that Israel Adesanya had for to to lack of um like people in in his team, like nobody told him in his team that this is a bad strategy. This is a bad matchup. I wouldn't advise for fighting this particular individual cuz they're just so out of your league. Like, yeah, we're saying that Israel Adesanya is a young goat and all, but at the same time, you know, there's a reason why there's different weight divisions. There's a reason why, uh, especially when you become the side A fighter, when you become the favorite and you have more of a say in who you actually get to fight in the organization, that's how you have to pick us so carefully. You have to make your choices so carefully. So what do I actually mean by that? When you look at his record, the only losses that he's had are against Jan Blahovic which was a fight that Israel had at a higher weight division, at the light heavyweight division, which he never fights in. And mind you, when he had that fight, this was when Jan Blahovic was the light heavyweight champion. Now, I understand, you know, him being undefeated at the time, just really trying to step up his game and like really proving and proving to himself too that, you know what, this is something that I want to try. And if it works, then I'm indeed going to be the GOAT. But I don't think he actually thought about what would happen if he didn't win that fight, which was actually the case. Now, I feel like we shouldn't really give him too much grief because it just wasn't a fair matchup. Like, Adesanya is not a natural light heavyweight. He's always fought in the middleweight division, and that's just his natural fighting weight. And I don't understand why he had to move out of the weight division. There's a reason why he doesn't fight at light heavyweight anymore because he gave it a try and he was like, Mm-mm, sorry, not for me. And also he suffered that loss from Jan Blachowicz. So it makes a lot of sense. But uh, that was the first thing that I think he actually needed more consultation about in his team before he actually made that decision. And then the second loss that he had was against Alex Pejera, uh, who we know, you know, they're they go way back uh Back in the day when they were both professional kickboxers, they were opponents of each other. Back and forth, back and forth. Alex Pejera would uh, uh, defeat Israel Adesanya many times. And now the time came that they were both in MA in the UFC. 
Alex Pejera won the first fight that the two had against each other. But what I meant... Okay, so let me just say, both in the Alex Pejera case uh, and, and his loss against Alex Pejera and the loss that he had against Jan Blachowicz, something happened with Israel Adesanya because you'll see that after the Blahovich loss, he actually had three notable wins in the middleweight division in which he was the he became the champion again once again um or yeah like he was he was the reigning champion i guess but like he he won those notable fights he had another fight against marvin vittori against the former champ robert Whitaker and jared cannonier and these are absolutely dangerous people in the middleweight division so for him to you know not really let that loss get to him mentally that's very very admirable good for him um it goes back to the same thing that i said earlier in the episode you know it doesn't matter how hard you get hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep on moving forward that is how everybody winning is done period okay so that happens after that first loss that he had and the same thing happened when he had that loss against pehera because he had a matchup against pehera in 2023 like literally well maybe like six months out of that first fight yeah because he had that first fight in november and then the other fight he had in april of 2023 a few months ago and in that fight he was able to ko alex pejera in the second round and I feel like the theme as a parent here, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to say it one more time for people to hear in the back. <laughs> it doesn't matter how hard you get hit. It's about how hard. It doesn't matter how much. <laughs> I just butchered it. I, I said it so much. Now my brain is like, um, sorry, what, what are we saying? It doesn't matter how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep on moving forward. Because people, that's how winning is done. All right, that's your daily dose of motivation. I'm just so pumped. I'm like, yo, maybe I should go to the lab and just like do some push-ups on the floor while my cells are incubating, whatever. Um, so, wow. Uh, we spent 22 minutes talking about how amazing Ezra Adesanya is. But I want to also use the rest of the time for the show to talk about why Sean Strickland is um, going to be an interesting matchup for Ezra Adesanya. Sean Strickland, he, I don't know if y'all feel the same way. If you've been watching Sean Strickland fight in the recent years, um, he kind of gives me a old school UFC type of vibe, you know, a vibe that you would get from, for example, like Randy Couture fighting back in the day or um, uh, like Chuck Liddell and just like that old school, like the golden days of MMA and the UFC. Like he brings that energy with him. And I think that's for a few things. So one, whenever he comes into the octagon, he's not afraid to put on a good show. And he's not the type of guy like we see a lot of people in the recent days um, and fights who go in but they fight very incredibly cautiously i mean rightfully so like you don't want to go out there just like guns blazing like fight recklessly and get injured and you know it could go either way it's very risky that way but um i feel like sean strickland like he doesn't really care about that all all that much so he would go into a fight he'll do whatever it takes to win the fight doesn't matter how hard or 
doesn't matter how hard he gets it. He keeps on moving forward. That's how his winning is done, man. <laughs> Literally. Um, he just doesn't care if he gets injured. Um, he carries a lot of energy in his fights. He's not afraid to keep on moving forward. He's not afraid to bring on that violence. And he'll do whatever it takes to win fights. And also, another aspect is his demeanor outside the octagon too, especially when it comes to um, what's it called? And this is where my brain just blanks. Uh, we can do this. We can do this. Um, yeah. So like the press conferences, um, he also brings that trash talking elements to uh to the realm of uh, metaweight division i feel like a lot of people might attempt to be good trash talkers but it doesn't come from the heart or maybe they just don't know how to do it properly <laughs> but with sean strickland he when he says something like he knows how to say it like it's not cringy like uh, cough cough like there are some people in the in the, <laughs> in the ufc who trash talk or attempt to trash talk and you're like Mm, I know that the moment you walk off the stage, you're literally gonna like go in and hug your opponent. Like you, you're really not this person, but you're trying to act like fake, like Conor McGregor. You know, it's just, so it's just like very off vibes, <laughs> and you're like, hmm, like what did I just watch? You know, but <laughs> with Sean Strickland, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, some tr I just feel like trash talking in general. Like there's not a moment that you're not like. <gasps> Wow, I can't believe they just said that, right? Like some moments that do be like that, but um, in general, I feel like he he knows how to do it well, and um, he's just he's really fun to watch. Like you know, I I'm sorry to put it this way. This is like my honest human MMA fan opinion for all y'all out there. You know, I I don't think there's been a time that. I, Sean Strickland was fighting and I was actively rooting for him but that being said I just want to acknowledge I want to use this platform to actually fully acknowledge that this man you know he deserves to be uh where he is right now I feel like especially in the middleweight division right now he has gone through enough people um and you know not just enough people but also the sort of performances that he's had over the past little while it definitely does grant him access to that title shot which he's going to get on Saturday night. But the question is, is he going to be as good as Izzy? But not just that. Like, he has to be better than Israel Adesanya for him to win the fight against him, right? And if I have to give my honest opinion, I feel like Israel Adesanya, you know, he's not invisible, of course. We already established that. But at the same time, he is just so damn good. And the current weight division that he's in and he's a champion for that, honestly, I don't really see any current contender being able to beat him in a dominating manner. Um, unless I'm trying to think like maybe if Hamza Chemaev moves up a weight division or something, you know, that would be an interesting fight to watch. However, I don't really see like I think it's going to be a very tight fight in this case i'm i really try to keep away from giving fight predictions and whatnot because uh, they don't always work out and um yeah like anything can happen prior to a fight during a fight all that so i don't want to give predictions but i do see this fight from you know how tough and perseverant sean strickland is if he's not finished i do see it being a close fight uh, that will fight that will uh, last the full five rounds 
Ezra Adesanya, though, uh, with how he fights, the unorthodox style of fighting that he has, I totally see him keep Sean Strickland on his feet for most of the time. And um, I do see it. I My prediction is that this is going to be one hell of a entertaining fight to watch. But I'm not going to lie, man. I am going to go with Izzy for this one. I think it is, if, you, if you're thinking of betting on fights for Saturday, I think it will be a smart bet. It's not risky. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I just feel like if you, if you want to go off the stats and previous performances and whatnot, I totally see Izzy Adesanya winning this fight once again. But I, that being said, I don't see it being an easy fight because that's just not Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland, he's not afraid to get down and dirty with you if uh, need be, basically. So, all in all, make sure you watch this fight. It's actually happening in Australia, but somehow the timing works out. So, if you're in the Eastern Time Zone, just tune into the main card at 10 p.m. and you'll be Gucci, okay? But, um... Yeah, I hope that everybody is able to sit down and watch this fight. I'm personally so hyped up for this fight. And uh, I don't even know how I'm going to contain my hypement, hypement, hypeness when I go into work today. So, uh, yeah. Hashtag pray for me. <laughs> but I'm really, really excited to see um, Israel Adesanya fight. All right. I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Just have-